and welcome to the Pick a Team podcast. I'm Maeve. And I'm Forbes. And welcome to uh, welcome to episode 15 of the Pick a Team podcast. Episode 14, um, my editing software decided it didn't want to work for me. So it'll be released right before this one. Like, they'll be released at the same time. So you can just binge, binge listen. Yeah, exactly. Two for one this week. Two Do for all one. your chores while you're listening to this shit <laughs> no walk to work while you listen to this oh, that's a good one i started a new job at starbucks everyone so leave a comment what your favorite drink is <laughs> oh and i'll tell you how you make it we'll start. send you free stuff if you get a friend to subscribe we are now sponsored by starbucks yeah if you come into my starbucks which you don't know where i live and you also don't know which starbucks i work at but if you come into my Starbucks and you recognize me, I will, uh, I don't know, discount your drink or something. I don't know. I'll give you a free croissant. <laughs> croissant? Oh my god. But yeah. I love that. So, welcome to episode 15. Um, yes. And okay. we're at the finals. Stanley Cup finals time. It is yeah. a series to behold. We, I mean, yeah. it's we are so sort cute. of coming to you live from the Stanley Cup finals. Because game one is on right now, and if only is, we were really there. I wish we could. If we were in, De- if I was still back in Denver, we could be. Oh, Denver! But yeah, so it's three-one Colorado. Woo! Woo! Because guys, guess I just gotta say, pretty cool of the Avs for the year I start covering them for them to make the Stanley Cup final. That's so good. I love that so much for you. I love I it. Truly too. do. Um, I also think this is the cup final to end all cup finals, man. Back-to-back cup champs, Stanley, Tampa Bay Lightning, Stanley Cup finals once again versus the Stanley Cup favorites of the past year-ish, the Colorado mm-hmm. Avalanche. Two of the best constructed rosters in hockey are playing right now. Yeah, this is definitely a year where I'm not, you don't have that, how the hell did you get here? Like yeah. one, where one half makes sense, but the other half you're like, what the? You're like, someone got the luck bug. Right, exactly. So no, I think you're totally right. Um, you know, the Avalanche have vanquished their second round demons and clearly they're fucking doing the thing. And, you know, to everybody, I guess, sort of, kind of, myself included, who was always like, Tampa didn't win in, like, a real season. I can shut the fuck up now. I never really bought into that, but I did not buy into that. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, you could always say, like, I mean, and also, too, not no offense to Tampa. Tampa's a great team, and they deserve to be there, and all that jazz. Because, again, like I said, Tampa and Colorado are two of the best constructed rosters on paper. Like, you look at those two rosters, and there is not a, like, oh my god, here's a clear flaw. Like, this team is, like, oh, you know, they're really good up front, but they're bad on, like, there's always, like, teams always have that. Not with, like, Tampa and Colorado are teams where you go through the roster, and they have legitimate top-of-the-league talent at every position. Yeah. At every position. It's wild. I'm really, honestly, I'm surprised that they, they haven't run out of gas. Like three years of this is actually pretty insane. So yeah, Tip Bay Lightning 
are in the Colorado Avalanche are these teams like that aren't running out of steam. Obviously, Tampa Bay not running out of steam is so impressive for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just again, I like okay. You can't really find you can find flaws with each roster a little bit, but like when you look at it again, it's like you have Headman, but like everyone's like, oh, well, look across the ring, could you have McCarr? Mm-hmm. You know, you got this these two lines of like McKinnon, Rantanen, um, Landis Cog, um, Shushkin, Burkowski, like you have that Lekanen, and then who do you look across to? Well, you got Point, you have Stamkos, you have Kucherov. Mm-hmm. Like it is just such no. A- they're they're incredibly well matched, with the exception of the goaltending. Yeah, the goaltending, but is a big disparity. I would say, but you, but again, I think that I think it'll it'll break even. What's your prediction, though? Who do you think is going to take it? Okay, my mind rationally is like, well, Tampa's goaltending is better. And I think because these teams match up almost so evenly at every other position, it seems a little more like, well, but then the one position where one team has an advantage is Tampa and net. But I still think the Avs win. And I know that's biasing. Like, it's me being very biased, but I feel like there's something about Colorado that I don't know. They just got that Genesec Quan, man. I could probably point to you. They have like some of the best numbers in the league. They did better in the regular season. I feel like for some reason I feel like they're deeper than Tampa talent wise. I kind of agree with you there. Like I, I pick them offensively and defensively. I just agree. like by a very small margin, but a margin nonetheless over Colorado. It's just Bazzy. I'd take over the Kemper and Francois. Francois. Francois, Francois, whatever. I I Frankie, Frankie, whatever. I guess <laughs> Fal- Francois, apologies, Francois. I've heard said, but I've also heard Francois. So I say Francois. I don't. Yeah, I don't. He's. I don't think he's French Canadian. So I have no. He's not French Canadian. He's Czech. Yeah. But there you go. Francois, so yeah. Probably Francois. Like I've heard it pronounced both ways. I guess. Pavel. That's Pavel. his name. His name is Pavel. I love that. I love so that anyway, so yeah. Pavel. Pavel. That is, Pavel is a good name. I think that. I feel like it'll be a, like a mirror the Rangers series a little bit. Like, so it's already three one Colorado. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling they'll take this and the next one, and then Tampa will come back a little bit. But I think ultimately, yes, yeah, so we'll take this in six or seven. I think it's going to be a seven game series. I hope it's a seven game series. I want seven games of this. Part of me wants them to do it in less than seven to just be like, shut these men up. I don't want to hear about Tampa anymore. I know, but to me, to me. I just want to see that battle. Like, I really That's want That's fair. Also, game six means that the Avalanche don't win on home ice. So. Yeah, I want them to win in Denver. I guess game five. Five will do, too. And if Tampa wins, I do think this would be kind of the, like, this proves that this is their first non-asterisk, uh, their first cup where you can't say asterisks. Exactly. It's also their first cup against a legitimately good team. Like, Let's all be honest. Dallas and Montreal had some Montreal great- for sure. Yeah, especially Montreal, but also Dallas a little bit too. Had Cinderella runs, mm-hmm. and like you know, Dallas has never been able to recapture that glory, which makes it look even more like it was just a Cinderella run and not actually like their team being good, even though their team was pretty good in the regular season. And so I'm not saying that Dallas was bad that year by any means, but they weren't the best team in the West on paper. Mm-hmm. 
So this yeah. is like really like this is Tampa. If Tampa beats the Avs, this is like actually legitimate. Like you deserve this cup kind of energy. For sure. Man, I can't. can't. Three Pete would just be like, oh my God. The conspiracy theorist in me is like, I wonder. The NHL might love to market about the three Pete, perhaps. And also, you know how Gary Bettman feels about his goddamn Sunbelt teams. But that's actually also another really interesting narrative because Colorado was another expansion team. Mm-hmm. Brought about in the Gary Bat- Batman expanded non-traditional markets. And Colorado is technically a non-traditional hockey market. But it really yeah. took it really took to hockey. It's like it definitely is kind of one of the the biggest po- things where you can point to that, Colorado specifically, and be like, oh, Gary Batman's non-traditional market strategy worked. Like specifically in the case of the apps, because that fan base is really, really passionate. Mm-hmm. But also call it snows in Colorado, so I don't know how yeah. traditional Colorado is. Is like, and multiple American players have been like are from Colorado. Like Josh mm-hmm. Manson is from Colorado, maybe, pretty sure. Um, Seth Jones, uh, Jacob Slavin, they're all from Colorado. Seth Jones is from Colorado. That's so random. Yeah, Seth Jones and- was Canadian. Nope. But anyway, Seth Jones is American, baby. <laughs> Oh, wow, I learned something new today. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of hockey players that are produced out of Colorado. Where mm-hmm. if you're American, you're from like either either from the Northeast slash Midwest slash Colorado. Interesting. Fair. Unless you're Austin Matthews, then you're from Arizona. What a freak! What a freak! Who the fuck's from we're, Scottsdale? We're That's wild. Nobody's Robert. actually from Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Whoopsies. Oh. Okay, this is unrelated. Funny story. This is why my one question to Austin Matthews will be, have you been to the train park? Because I met another kid from Arizona, and he also went to the train park, and he's also from Scottsdale. Train park. You don't understand. You don't understand, Forbes. It's a shared experience. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And Dr. Demko, also not from Colorado, but also an American player. Right. Definitely a non-traditional market, San Diego. Yeah, well, we don't have an NHL team here. We should. It'd be really fun if we did. I'm just saying. NHL. California has enough. My dad was like, I share gonna... with the other people, like well, Canada. Yeah, we move the Ducks down or something. I don't know. They don't need to be in Anaheim. They can San Diego's team. We deserve a team. My dad was like, I think they're going to put an NHL team in San Diego. <laughs> and I was oh my like, because they're building like they're building with a new convention, like they're building with a new arena thing something's happening with that and I was like move the coyotes no we can't do that because we've already paid the university so there they shall stay lol I feel like there was more development on that this week but we'll get to that later Tempe agreed to enter negotiations over the furthering the new development so they didn't agree to the development they just agreed to like like, okay we'll keep talking about this we'll keep discussing it Yes. Okay. That's the Stanley Cup Finals. We're in game one. Um, I think Colorado's going to come out of it. I want Colorado to come out of it. Yeah. Uh, Con Smythe, if we're talking Con Smythe candidates right now, I think on the Lightning side, you're going to have to go with probably, it's, you know, it's one of the usual suspects. It's going to be Vassy. It's going to, I would say Vasilevsky, honestly, is who I would Vasilevsky probably. Um, last, last year, but I feel like he should win it again. 
it's possible. Um, I didn't see too, too much of the Rangers series, but fucking Nick Paul keeps coming out of nowhere and like scoring these random goals, but I don't know if he's like con Smythe worthy. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they give it to Corey Perry just for nice. Oh, I'll, oh, Forbes, Forbes will, I'll give up after that. No um, more existing after that. I think if Colorado wins, it's going to probably go to Makar. I think. Yeah, probably. I feel like Makar. I feel like, because I don't know, McKinnon maybe, but McKinnon, actually no, McKinnon's had a few game breaks. Nas or Kale. Those are my my picks. Yeah, if Nas comes back, that's another thing we'll talk about when we get to our Edmonton debrief. I'm sure everyone mm-hmm. who's watching, listening to this knows that Nas is out. But yeah, Nas, Nas, honestly, yeah, with his hat trick in the second round, like he really was such an X factor. But so, and it's but like even his like interviews, like post water bottle thing, like that's sportsmanship off the ice. Like that is MVP shit. Oh my god, there he is! He's on the TV. Sorry, Nas! gang. <laughs> He's uh, okay. He has a hand cast. He's day to day. He's listed as day to day. It doesn't surgery. look too, too bad. He had surgery. Yeah, he had a surgery. So that's why I don't know if he's going to be back. In, maybe maybe if I they know. go to seven, he'll come back, though. So maybe take it to seven. Yeah. Take it to seven. We'll see. Then we can see not. But yeah, I really think that his, his on ice, his off ice, has very much embodied what playoff MVP is supposed to do, what he's supposed to get done. So oh, look at that redemption arc. He's oh, absolutely! A beautiful arc there. That's like, that's like a. The arc we love a revenge hat trick. We really do. There's nothing like them. Just and also too, just like the best redemption. Literally, mm-hmm. so good. Absolutely. Oh um, yeah. So speaking of, let's um, get into the Western Conference Final. The Western Conference Final was well. Honestly, the Avs didn't have such a hard time. It was a sweep. They swept Edmonton. Yeah. Because here's the thing about Edmonton. Edmonton wasn't that good. Sometimes they'd be shocked. Yeah. She was a short and sweet series. Yeah. They were pretenders and they didn't deserve to be there because they barely beat LA. Somehow they beat Calgary. I'm still mystified by that series. That series, like that Battle of Alberta series confuses me more than any series I've watched. I agree. That's one that needs like real solid dissection. Um, Just in terms of like what happened, was it like Markstrom or I don't know? Because like then Calgary couldn't score. Like why wasn't Calgary scoring? Like you know what I mean? Like it was like how did Mike Smith like pull them out of that? And then also then like the next round like fell apart. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like a thing where like Mike Smith was like really really good, really really good. It was always Mike Smith was performing at his best thing. Like he was. Did he have like a a seven seventy six in the first game against the Avs? Oh my God, is Mike Smith is, I, if nothing else, I appreciate how fucking funny Mike Smith is more than anything in the world. I cannot wait for another season of Mike Smith. It's so funny. Oh my God, the goals that man gave up. Just his reaction is always like, what the fuck? It's like, dude, I don't know what to tell you, man. You didn't see it coming. Well, yeah, so it was a sweep, but before there could be a sweep, in game three, Evander Kane, Evander Kane, a trash human being who we don't like on this podcast, as you know. Yeah. You're not fans as you of should know. Kane here on this pod. But yeah, Evander Kane, um, 
he threw a very dirty hit on Nas and Kadri. Nas left. Boarded, ca- yeah, cross check to the back. Full into speed. The boards. Full yeah. speed cross check into the boards. Nas went out for that game and then had, like we were saying, had hand surgery because I think he broke his thumb or something crazy like that and had to have surgery on his hand because of how like severe mm-hmm. the injury was. And then Evander King got suspended for one game and that was for the rest of the series. Yeah, that ended up being the last game for them. So he had to watch game four from the press box. Watch his team get He was not part of the handshake line, LOL. That's pretty funny. Yep, Um, as it should be. So, yeah, I... Ken Holland says he's he's gonna... Yeah, wants to resign him, which is just... I don't know, man. How many times does this league let you down before you say, fuck it? Oh, Forbes, Forbes. It is the most abusive relationship I've ever been in. It's me and the fucking NHL, I have to say. It's brutal. It's brutal. Like, cause I, I joke about the Leafs, right, being, like, a, a very, like, toxic relationship, being like, oh, my God, they break my heart every year and I come back. But nothing is worse than the NHL where they're like, we're going to enable, like, abusers and, like, sexual predators and, like, we're just going to enable them. Like, isn't that, isn't this leak for, yeah, like, like oh, racist that's, that's and misogynist and homophobes? We're just going to, like, enable all of them and let them exist. And then, like, if you have a problem with that, they're like, oh, that's, like, on you, boo. And it's like, hmm, no, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that. But That's I have to pretty, say, yeah, it sucks because if Kadri doesn't come back, like it's just really annoying. Because Kadri was literally having the playoffs that like was proving all the haters wrong. Like he was proving all the haters wrong. And, like honestly, I had my doubts. I was like, I don't know, is he gonna get suspended again? Because like, I feel like that's kind of a fair question after his history. Mm-hmm. And like again, how much of it has also too been like. Nazim Kadri has just been the victim of like very racist refereeing in general. Mm-hmm. I remember that last week, but it's it's true. He, the refs don't exactly give Nas the benefit of the doubt. So I think that was more where my concern was coming from. Less from like, will Nas do something, and more like, the refs aren't going to give him any grace because they fucking hate him and they have like a vendetta against him, mm-hmm. which was proven. Like Tim Peel tweeted essentially being like oh that's karma and he was a former ref so like you yeah. know that those refs like have a vendetta against Nas and so that was my biggest concern was like even if he throws a hit that like totally would be allowed for another player it's Nas throwing the hit and like hitting's part of the game and so like it's not like it's unavoidable that he'd throw a hit at some point in the games mm-hmm. honestly I think but it's yeah. a miracle yeah. that he didn't get like that they that the league didn't per- even like pretend to look into like because like the Bennington thing was a complete accident but mm-hmm. I'm still surprised that the league didn't, like, because of how they treat Nas, I'm so surprised the league didn't even be like, ooh, maybe we'll reinvestigate this. We'll re- yeah, he's going to have a hearing. Because yeah. that's, that's how this fucking league works, especially with Nas. Like, it honestly, it was, like, a good surprise. They didn't, they yeah. like, oh, that was a full accident. Not That was a complete accident. Okay. So it was. It was a complete accident. Yeah. yeah. I would agree that in that same breath kind of it was nice to see that like the department of player safety actually like issued a suspension on kane rather than just being like you get a five thousand dollar fine maximum allowable i guess that was nice but i would have liked longer than one game oh absolutely but i mean it was a suspension yeah so gotta take what we can get gotta take the crumbs that we can fucking get from that department another department of scarecrows run by 
a fool, but whatever. Well, run by a former enforcer. I say again, put a doctor in charge of the Department of Player Safety. I will die on this hill happily. Yeah, make it honestly, make it a council, a council of elders and just have it be like a doc, like two doctors and two former skill players and a player who had his career cut short by a dirty hit and have them be in charge of it. That would work. I think you'd honestly get more honest, honest, and then like someone, someone who reviews each case for bias control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, hopefully some changes will come there. Ethics officer or something. (laughs) Ethics officer, I love that. An ethics wizard. (laughs) Yes, an ethics. uh, Yeah, an ethics grand vizier. Yeah, there we go. That's what we fucking need. We need that just for the whole league. We did like an ethics grand vizier at every level. (laughs) Oh the, boy! The refs do performance reviews, like where they go in and they have someone talk to them and be like, "So what do you?" No, there's no one fucking argue? like keeping tabs on these people. That's why it's such a mess right now, and nobody can watch hockey games because the refing makes absolutely no sense lately. Jesus. But anyway, like yeah, Kane um, thrown out of that game for that hit. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like, fuck. He shouldn't have like, even. Buddy like, doesn't come back from the injury like Nas doesn't come back and Kane's still out there like the whole time like gee come on man ugh but yeah that but was the Western Conference final yeah um, and it was weird too in terms of like there was game one was like 14 goals and then it was a 4 nothing shutout and then yeah there was an OT in there wasn't there I so the final, the final game, game four went to OT. Oh, that's right. Game four went to OT. Oh, boy. And they reviewed the goal and everything, but it was a goal. Yep. Our so, yeah, I feel like my only um, sad takeaway is that um, Ben Skelter, Selter's season is over, and he was a, he's a very sweet kid. So He's very cute. Yeah, he's very cute. He deserves the world and quite frankly better than and the Edmonton the Oilers yeah, but it's okay he's a small child and he doesn't know any better so um, hopefully he has a kick-ass season next season too and they get to they keep bringing him around and stuff and I hope he has a kick-ass summer school's out yeah exactly really school's out summer. man he well he's like five he doesn't go to school yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, if you're going, you're pre- kindergarten's pre- out, pre- senior pre- kindergarten's out for summer. Yeah, you know you're what right. I mean. Like, enjoy yourself. Yes. Go, go, go to the lake. Go do whatever you want to do. Like, go fun. to the West Edmonton Mall. That's, <laughs> when, that's when, all you can the, do. The pick a team pod doing a field trip to the West Edmonton Mall. That's my oh question. My God. Oh my god! There's like a, a roller now. coaster in there. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There's like a roller coaster. There's a club. roller coaster in there, man. Oh I my mean, god! There's a, there's a rink. We could go skating at the West Edmonton Mall. Oh my god! There's a rink in there. Why don't? Why do you know that? And I don't know that. That's because, pretty entertaining to me. Because Bar Down did a video where they road tripped through Alberta, so they went to like a game in Edmonton and a game in Calgary. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Well, we're in Edmonton. Let's go to the West Edmonton Mall." And they went proper at the West Edmonton Mall. Proper. Um. By the way, it's 3-3 now. Oh. Yeah. Oh. They pulled oh. the Leafs, I see. <laughs> yeah. And other... Side note, side note. One of these two goals, the third game-tying goal, 
Andre Palat, that might be a Conn Smythe candidate for oh, Tampa yeah, no, too. Oh, yeah, Palat's been great. He's had an insane post game, so maybe that's my put money on him if he's going to win it. Cool but name. But he won't. Cause... Andre spelled with an O Palat. <laughs> cool name. I love, I love Cool name. Maybe it's an obscene thing where we just rate NHL players' names. Oh, my God. We'll be here for days. I told someone yeah. his name, and they said that's the whitest name I've ever heard. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, let's touch briefly on Connor. The Connor latest Mc- on Connor, Connor since you brought him up. Connor McCheat bread. Connor McWheat bread. More like Connor, Connor McCheat bread. Yeah. Oh boy. No, we're not a gossip. We're not TMZ. So we don't really want to talk about this too, too much, but we cannot ignore the fact that a video is circulating on Twitter of Connor McDavid and a lady who is not his betrothed. And people are just losing their fucking minds. So yeah, it was pretty uh, hilarious. Just And it happened on a Monday morning too, which is the best part of it. But yeah, so this is how he's like dealing with his playoff exit is to make terrible life choices i guess in the video it's bad like something like the video like it's not like it's like the way like it's not super like graphic i guess you could say it's like it's not like like they're not like they don't he doesn't like kiss her or anything but there is there is footage of her like grabbing his ass and stuff so it is like very suggestive that it was not like a friendly little like we're leaving the bar, but as buddies kind of thing. Yeah. It's um, it's not a, let's get you in a cab, pal. It's, yeah. On to the next event. It also, also we, the we people also, who filmed it noted that he was pretty plastered. So, like, oopsies. But again, I just, uh, and I, I guess you're allowed to do that. Like, go ahead, Connor. Do whatever the fuck you want. You like, your girlfriend. That's cool. No, I mean, like, go get drunk, whatever. But, like, yeah, yeah it's kind of shitty that you got filmed. But at the same time, like, what are you doing, man? I think, here's the thing. If he had just got drunk and it was just a video of him being dumb and drunk, that's one thing. And I honestly don't think it would have circulated as much as it had. Like, it would have, but it would have circulated in a much different way. Of, like, oh, my God, look at Conor McDavid drunk. Wow. Exactly. Yes, I mean, like, how, how we, I everybody think was, the- was retweeting plastered Brady Kachuk. Like, we kind of love to see it, but not yeah, in I this think, sense. But no, there. the reason it's a different vibe is because he Absolutely. was on his girlfriend. Yeah, so anyways. Um, and again, also too, there would have been more plausible deniability if the person behind the camera didn't go, Hi, Connor! And Connor McDavid didn't turn, see the cameraman and go, clearly say, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> While the camera was focused on him. It's, so, it's not a great look, but really it probably won't look. be addressed because this is, and this is the funny thing too, is that like, this is not a news story. This is just like circulating on hockey Twitter, which is basically like the underworld and we're all fucking gremlins. Well, so like, died, he's you know, never going to say anything about it. No, Golf Digest wrote an article about it. Shut up. Really? Yeah. There were like video circulates of like Connor McDavid with with girl who's not like girlfriend or something like that. Oh Everyone my god, like... it made it to a real journalistic institution. That's incredible. Yeah, actually, let me see. I'm gonna like, really quickly Google Connor McDavid and see how many times that comes up. I was like, how many people have learned who Connor McDavid is today just because of this? Golf Digest. They were like, oh no, our plain poster boy. Yeah, he did something terrible. 
Yep, yep, yep. Golf Digest and possibly NSFW. Connor McDavid mm-hmm. and Sammy Blaze controversies have hockey Twitter buzzing. Oh, that's Connor. hilarious. Uh, the Broad Street one has Connor McDavid caught cheating in the in most blatant way possible this weekend. Oh, Outkick. Uh, yeah, so that's... Wait, let's see. Let me see. I'm just going to see what's the biggest stories. Yeah, the, the first thing when you Google him after all of his stats is the and it's like Connor McDavid scandal video thing. Oh, dear. Okay, well, maybe I spoke too soon. Yeah, it's Game 7. Connor McDavid embroiled in cheating uh, in cheating controversy over new video Game 7. Oh, and oh, then the, the, the first YouTube video that pops up before even his top 10 career highlights is Connor McDavid caught cheating with his girlfriend. Jesus, <laughs> no way. Yes, wait, no, look, look. Let me show you. I guess actually there is a top 15. The top 15 is the one week ago NHL one that's promoted, but then right under it, it's literally before his top 10 career highlights. It's, wait. Oh my God. I feel so bad. God. Oh my God. So this it, is it, the world we live in. So like, I don't think he'll address it because like, I don't think... No, of course not. I don't think you will either. It'll just be interesting. See, this is why I always thought it would be a very interesting to like be a media coach for people yeah. in the NHL. Yeah, let's be see. like, don't get caught smoking weed at parties, kids. Like all that shit. Teach these fools. But yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. I'm available oh, for hire if anyone's listening. Like I'm just just Connor McDavid has results about the cheating. So let's see if Jesus I if Christ. I type. No, if you type up images, they give the video like pop it. Look at no, like look. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. The images are all over Google Images. It's a great top she was wearing. Pink right? top, love it. It's a super cute top. I wear that top. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh the the next thing is his girlfriend's name is like you know when they do the like Google recommended searches after that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Name. Yeah, the Sports Grail has one. A bunch of a bunch of sports blogs picked it up. Oh boy. And and Golf Digest. Yeah. Where would we be without very well read Golf Digest? No, Maple Leafs Insider reported it too. Oh my god. And Habs Fanatic. Well, anyway, so he, um, I don't know. Good luck explaining that one. He did driveway, something, something. Yep, yep. Good luck explaining that one. Um, good luck explaining that one. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then do you want to do a recap of, I didn't really watch the Eastern Conference Final as much as I should have. This is terrible. I didn't watch, I watched games one, two, and three. And then I kind of fell off the wagon with life. And maybe I'm, I should have watched, maybe they would have won some more. But that was, uh, I hate seeing the underdog go out, you know? It always sucks. It really, really does. Like, they had such a good run. And such, like, a... Just, like, a... Everybody showed up. Yeah. Eventually, right? Like, such a really solid, even run. Like, great work from everybody. I just gotta say... But, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think the Rangers should be so proud of what they did this year. I really should. Edmonton, I'm kind of like, that was a fluke. That was a Montreal-esque fluke that now you're going to convince yourself that you should 
not make actual improvements this offseason because of a fluke. Like, honest to God, I don't understand. Like, Edmonton was a fluke. New York, to me, New York shows more of you're on the right track Mm -hmm. than Edmonton does at all. I agree with that. I would be really hyped if I was a Rangers fan. And if I'm Rangers management, I feel like this is such a good sign. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they really... Yeah. I was... As I said, it's really brutal to see the underdog go out. But it was super fun to watch them. Well, they did. They did nothing but surprise me. I honestly... Penguins, Game 7, I was like, what? They had Carolina pretty solid. But yeah, fuck. And I gotta say this for the Rangers fans. Like, I know it probably hurts right now. And that you're probably sad because, like, obviously you want your finals like I mean honestly you know I would be happy if the Leafs made the second round but if the Leafs were going to make the cup finals and I was just happy they made the second round like they just made it past the second the first round I would still be kind of sad you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. I think Rangers fans should be so happy because this team is really young it's really young they've had this success and they've already made this much like they've already made the conference finals and like at least to me, watching the Rangers play, and at least to me, from the vibe I got, it didn't seem very fluky. No, not at all. It was very, it was so deliberate. Everything they did was like, yeah, just pretty much the whole way through. I mean, because like, realistically, and you, if you were to like, pin it to like, want the fucking double OT game one, that was the trajectory right there. And I know they didn't even win that game, but the fact that Igor stopped like 80 fucking shots in a night, that, what? Oh my God. So that's the thing too, is like, they are, with him, they're set. He's like a generational goalie. How the fuck do they keep finding these dudes? Like right on the heels of Henrik Lundqvist. Like what the hell? Share with the rest of us. Speaking of, like, unrelated thing, but speaking of goalies, I think the Leafs fired their goalie coach, Steve Breer. They did. They, they did him. get rid of Breer. And which is what we wanted in, like, March. Yeah. And <laughs> we also, talked about that in literally March. Also, too, rumors came out that Jack Campbell's camp is asking for $5 million to re-sign him. Really? And yes, that's why he hasn't been re-signed. They want $5 million and Kyle Dubas isn't going to give him $5 million because... They think he probably might go to Buffalo. Oh my god, Buffalo? Buffalo seems to be the biggest quarter of Buffalo and uh, New Jersey seem to be courting Jack Campbell pretty heavily. It's like right down the fucking road. Oh my god. That is wild. Sorry, this is unrelated. This is just goalie gossip. Uh, that should be a new segment on this pod. Goalie gossip, in which I just gossip, gossip about goalies. But I just, I just gossip about goalies, because that's my favorite pastime anyway. <laughs> I love that. Well, then but, there was rumors oh, they were going to acquire Gibson, but then other rumors that they're actually not interested in Gibson. But also How rumors- old is he? For some reason, I think he's like 40. In my brain, he's like 40. 30s, I think. Okay. Early, early to mid-30s, I'm pretty sure. I don't know why I always think that. But I'm like, isn't he an old man? But no, just Mike Smith. Mike Smith is the only old man goaltender. And Craig and, Anderson, too. Yeah, and then Carter Hutton retired. I think the Leafs traded for him. Maybe? Oh, yeah. No. Maybe, I, think, I don't know. I don't know. I think there is a Carter Who Hutton. remembers? 
who remembers? Um, but like, yeah, so there's been like a lot of rumors surrounding Jack Campbell. And it's not that it doesn't look like he's gonna resign with the Leafs. I think they want to resign him, but they also like he's asking for Freddie money and he's not proven himself to be a Freddie. And mm-hmm. again, I'm saying this is someone who's very like who. You know, Freddie had, like, I think someone said, like, an 880 by the time he left, like, in his last season with Toronto. He had, like, an 880 tape percentage. Like, Freddie was a great goalie for the first couple of years, kind of fell off, needed the change, needed the new place, needed the new team. Mm -hmm. But Freddie had proved himself to be a five, six million goaltender in those first couple seasons with Toronto because he had three Mm -hmm. really solid, really, really good seasons. His 2020, like, 2019, his 2020 season. And his 2021 season were, but his like his the other of the first three years of his time in Toronto were excellent. So mm-hmm. he proved himself to be that. Whereas Jack Campbell had a eh, season, like he had a great November. Right, that's the thing is great, like he was, yeah, so had, good November December. Had a decent playoff. Like, I wouldn't say he was, like, stellar in the playoffs. I think the whole Leafs team was better in the playoffs this year than it was last year. And he had a decent year last, decent half of the, half of the shortened season last year. But he hasn't been able to stay healthy, so we haven't gotten a full run. And there's a lot of questions still about whether he's a starter because he fell off so hard once he got injured. And, like, obviously he got injured and he got better and he was good, but he never got back to November. Like, if he had become healthy and then all of a sudden was November, Jack Campbell posting, like, nine like 920 save percentage mm-hmm. all of a sudden again but then that's a, that's maybe where you can start saying like maybe he's proven himself to be worth at least like four million but mm-hmm. i don't know if he showed himself to, i don't think i would pay personally i don't think they should pay more than three million for him i think he should make probably morazic money at best but morazic does make like 475 but like morazic's like- hit is huge and he's is way I- fucking worse which is why we're probably going to trade him away, but also probably why Kyle Dubas... Hopefully. It's also probably why Kyle Dubas, though, won't, like... What's the word? Probably won't pay very much for Campbell because of the Morazic, what happened with Morazic. Yeah. We'll see. That'll be an interesting... An interesting saga that will cause turmoil indefinitely. In, indubitably. But, indubitably. You know, on a bright note, Jack Campbell got a, a puppy named Huey. Oh my god, Huey Campbell, Jack loves the boys, and rightfully show. so, great, great show. It is main a great characters, show. Great, main character, Huey Campbell, and so is the puppy. Love that. Although he spelled it differently, so, whatever. It's all good. Also, too, I, I would like to say that as a Maeve. Oh, true dad, of course. Yeah. Ex- which is also, too, people will meet me, and I'm like, oh, my name is Maeve, and I'm like, oh my god, do you watch the boys? And I'm like, yes. Um, but also I have to say because my name is so unusual I'm not used to hearing it said like in TV shows like I'm sure if you had like a very common name you'd be used to that but then they'll be like oh we'll have that like we'll be in like the voice I'll be like oh why don't you ask Maeve and I'm like huh oh yeah like what do you need the TV's speaking to me Jesus Christ like I'll just say like, my that. mom called me or something it's like no it's just the boys being it's like it's just hey. the TV that's all good. Also, but yeah, anyways, we got a super sidetracked. Uh, yeah, the Eastern Conference Final was sad. The end. But hopeful. It's it's like a yes. It's like a what's it's one of those movies where like it's a sad Oscar bait movie, but the ending is like, even though they've had so much loss, 
like they're better they've come out better for it or whatever it's like sure it's like the end of a romantic comedy where the two leads don't end up together but like you can see maybe there's hope they might get back together or like there's hope that like they're gonna be better people because they were together you know what i mean yeah i can't think of what movie i'm describing but there are movies that end like that and i'm thinking that's the new york ranger story like 500 days in the summer yes that's that's exactly correct or like um Igor looks directly into the camera. Cut real credits. Yeah. The end. There's not an yeah, it's a it's a movie where they they've had the heroic hero's journey and our trio of triumphant people part ways, but there's an understanding they will come together once again. Exactly. I'll be interested to see um, if awesome. he wins his hardware. I, again, I we they're... know that the playoffs don't count in Part conversations, but they should. Why are they? Why are you making our two favorite pretty girls fight, Forbes? It's true. It's true. I shouldn't, but yeah. Awesome. I wonder if they'll give every uh, somebody the you know name a captain after this season too. The the Rangers. Yeah. Well, they wanted to give it to Panarin in Panarin. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was kind of something where they wanted to. They, then they like tried to give it to Kreider, and Kreider was just like, nah. <laughs> But the thing is, we it's can't like, give it no. to Wooly because they they suck. Because that that should I feel like honestly, Igor is the best player, and usually like I guess the captain doesn't always have to be the best player, but I feel like Igor is what holds the team together. Absolutely. But also, they wouldn't give Mark Andre Fleury the C in Vegas, and he was the only. That was bullshit. Like, he deserved that C in Vegas. He like Mark Andre Fleury should have been the captain of the Golden Knights since he was there, but because they won't fucking let goalies be captains because they hate goalies because they're anti-goalie agenda. Yeah, they, they suck. They're back for goalie bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. They like see Roberto Luongo now, and they're like, "Nah, oh, he was he's too powerful now. This is why we can't have any more fucking goalie captains." Yeah, I guess maybe because goalies are weird, so we don't need that guy. It's like, we don't need to give him We need power. more goalie captains. I think we need more goalie captains, personally. I think Carey yeah. Price should... I feel like Carey Price should be captain of the Habs. He should. He absolutely should. But hopefully he has a good offseason, too. We'll see what happens to him. His press conference didn't sound great, though, the one that he did earlier in the spring. So, I... Will be sad if that chapter closes. I don't think I'll feel a hundred years old. A National Hockey League with no Carey Price. I've never lived through such a thing. So I'm it's totally Sydney. weird. And when Sidney Crosby retires, that's gonna that's when it's gonna hit me. Oh boy. To oh me, boy. actually, honestly, it's gonna be the day that Sidney Crosby is a coach. Then that's when it's gonna that's hit. When I'll feel, like, yeah, that's when I'll feel really old. You're right. Yeah. When when Sid is a coach or like a, involved in management, like when J- when he becomes a Jason Spezza, that's when I'm gonna be like, I've aged. Oh my god, special assistant to Mario Lemieux. Oh, it's gonna happen. Oh god, you're right. That will happen. Oh my lord. Are you okay, Forbes? Yeah, I'll be all right. You don't oh, look okay. like you're all right right now. <laughs> I just hope that he, that Sid is like, again, I, that fucking Truba hit really scared me. Yeah. In the I first series. I, honestly, though, like, not to be like, I, I don't think Sid is going to be somebody who is like, 
I think Sid's going to be like, who's, I started to get another player like this. I guess kind of like a, a, a Spezza too, where it's like, he will not retire until there is no place for him left in this game. Until no one will resign him. Like, but I, at the same time, I feel like with his history, like there will be a point where he's like, I cannot play anymore. And I fear that is going to come before he hits that, you know, 39, 40 plateau. I mean, I think he has more time. I honest, I don't think Sid's going to be someone, like I think, it's gonna be a jumbo where he retires when like he he is like no one will give me a shot anymore i'm gonna retire now do you know what i mean maybe that's how i feel he's gonna go out like i honestly because i think sid loves playing so much that i honestly don't think he's someone who would stop playing until he is forced out of the game but that's what i mean like you get six bad concussions in a row and a doctor tells you if you do this you will die yeah he'll you know what i mean die. but i don't like i don't know yeah but i don't think he's there i mean i guess he has had a lot he does have a huge history of head trauma though so i guess that is true that is like right and we missed out on some like prime fucking crosby years and we were time talk- talked about this because like- of after the Truba hit, we talked about this on the pod. Yeah, that's there, true. We did. It is. There's Sorry if I'm repeating myself. No, you're not. No, 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 not this. I'm just saying that in general. Like, yeah. How, if we had better protections in this league for the stars, how much more of Sid would we get? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's true. It's weird that Ovi has managed to avoid head injuries for so long. I guess like that he's luck. giant nobody ever wanted to hit yeah, him or something he is kind of someone who, who will hit back but so will Sid but Sid's also a little shorter mm-hmm. uh, but I also think there's some element of like Sid I think had more of a target on his back than Ovi did if that makes mm-hmm. sense like because Sid is like was was the best player undisputedly in the league for a while mm-hmm. no I agree so I think there maybe might have been more of a target on Sid's back when he was coming into the league. Yeah, no, I agree. Then Ovi, but I, I know Ovi was like not liked, but I also feel like Ovi's again giant, and also I feel like he was less of the like un, like very skilled player, but less of the like undisputed best player in the league kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, no, I I feel like you're right. I feel like there was a lot of like Sid took a lot of heat for being like whiny when he first like came on the scene I don't really remember if it was like warranted or not or just people being shitty I mean but but I think there's also to a degree too where it's like you probably are warranted in complaining but it's fucking hockey and so like the fact that every other star is put up with it and done mm-hmm. it and dealt with it and like that's not saying it's an endorsement but it definitely sets the norm of you're not supposed to complain about like the bad treatment you're getting so yeah and because this sport is like fucked up where they're like play through pain if you're a warrior if you're a true man holy shit so much of that so much of that coming out right now every time a series wrapped up holy shit like had like a high ankle sprain was like high ankle sprain struggling and again i don't think that series really changes that much if he's healthy Mm mm-hmm but like god like you gotta you gotta feel for him man your team gets swept and you're injured the whole time yeah no and like i feel like i think i read that Braden point 
is possible for game two for Tampa. I thought he and he went out. Game. I thought he was in for game one. I'm oh, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I could. That could be um, the thing. But it's like he went out. I think game six against Toronto, or maybe it was game seven. I can't remember, but he's been out for two series and I can just tell that he's like pl- definitely like playing on like a half healed foot fracture or some crazy shit like that. Yeah, I'm trying to find it right now. Because I remember seeing the notification. I, th- I thought I read possible for game one, definitely in for game two, like very likely for game two, but I could be wrong. Says the next NHL regular season's opening October 11th. That's what I see right now. Oh, gotta check the, gotta check the schedule. Yay! Is the full schedule out? No, they just said the. the oh, goddamn! It's gonna return to the normal schedule for 2223. It says. The hell's the normal schedule? Were we not on the normal schedule? No, we were starting a little bit late. Cause remember, the Stanley Cup Finals are usually done by like now. Oh. Oh, no, we started at a regular time, but we just had an Olympic break. Yeah. Or, like, half an Olympic break. Sorry, I was wrong. John Cooper said there was a chance that he would be back for game one, and then mm. but if they said it's he's almost definitely going to be back by game two. Yeah, okay. But again, he's definitely... There's some broken bones rattling around in there that are only half half put back together again. Yeah. But we'll see. Anywho, also, yeah, that was the sad Eastern Conference Final. And now here we are. Now here we are. And some weird things happen kind of in the Eastern Conference, too. Uh, Bruce Cassidy, who has, like, led the Bruins to a lot of success and has made them have, like, multiple postseason appearances, was fired. And now there's rumors that, like, Pasta wants a trade. Patrice Bergeron is a a free agent Mm -hmm. in the offseason, and people are like, I don't know if he'll really sign with the Bruins now. And there is kind of this thing that I think it's Sweeney. Is Sweeney the GM? Don Sweeney? That sounds like a good Irish Irish American name, Sweeney. So I'm guessing it's Sweeney. (laughs) I think you're right. Um,. Don Sweeney or whatever wants to pull a rebuild but just hasn't announced it yet. Do they need the rebuild? Maybe in a couple areas, but not really. Well, not I enough would, to fire Bruce Cassidy. I kind of agree with that, but I would also say the Atlantic division is just going to keep getting better. Because like, if you think about it, the Habs are rebuilding. They have the first overall pick this year, so they're going to get better. Because, again, also, do they have a new management team and they seem to be on the right track, right? That's true. They got Marty now. Buffalo Sabres had a great season. Seem to be on the right track. Their young pieces are clicking. They have a high draft pick. Ottawa Senators, like, are, are, like, their prospects are getting better. And they're, like, Jake Sanderson is joining them. He's supposed to be very generational talent on the blue line. Tyler Clevin is still at UND playing, which I'll get to watch him next year. Go babe. Um, I'm so excited. The amount of prospects I'm going to get to watch. So dirty. Like, you hear how dirty this is. It's not even She's like. She's an oh, old I'm prospector a, now. I'm a prospector. I'm a, like, you know, that's, isn't that so nerdy? I'm like, oh my God, I get to watch all the prospects play. Like, I'm going to be scouting. God. 
I love it. But like the Ottawa Senators are going to be getting better too. The Red Wings had a great season and are on a positive track as well. Their young players look like one of them's going to win the Calder. They're on a go- on an upward track. Leafs are still good and their their pieces are young and so they're still going to keep being good. Tampa's one you could look at this and maybe they start to decline a little bit there because their pieces are a little bit older. But like Vasilevsky's still going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Points younger, so he'll be fine. So even if they do have a little bit of decay, like they'll fall to the end. And then Florida was really good this year. Not sure how their future looks. They have a lot of UFAs that are good. Um, their goaltending situation looks kind of rough, so maybe Florida gets worse. But if you look at it, everyone in the Atlantic is getting better. Mm-hmm. Or is good and looks to stay good. The only team that kind of took a dip this year, and like, look, think about it. Boston made the play- playoffs in a wild card spot. They didn't even make a, a division yeah. spot. That's true. They squeaked in there. And then they were eliminated in the first round. Yeah. And like, obviously, you could say, like, well, the Leafs were eliminated in the first round. It's like, true. They were. But the Leafs also now are pl- were playing the eventual person who would come out of the East. And also the back-to-back cup champions. They also lost that on a fluky goal. It wasn't like an actual, like, it's just that that whole series doesn't actually feel as much like a loss. It kind of was a 50-50 toss-up in the end. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Bruins lost, I think, pretty decisive. They were blown out of the, like, they forced, because the Hurricanes are what, what I don't even know what's up with the Hurricanes <laughs> with their series is, series is where they were forced, like. Well, they, they also had to, they played their, like, third stringer for a while too, right? Yeah, after the the Ranta thing. Yeah, Carolina did, yeah. Yeah. Carolina so. was playing their third stringer, and that's what how Boston forced game seven. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. They had kind of a bad start to the season. Didn't look like they weren't in a playoff spot for a really long time. They kind of like they managed to clinch it in the end, but there was they weren't I don't think they were in a playoff spot by the like thanks American Thanksgiving cut off where it says there's like a thing where it's like statistically if you're in a playoff spot by American Thanksgiving 75% of teams who are in that position will stay in that position is that true oh my gosh I gotta look into that it's a thing it's like that and keep an eye on that sorry maybe I like it might be American Thanksgiving or like December 1st where it's like if you check the teams then 75% of them stay in state like it not necessarily stay where they are but if they're making the playoffs by december 1st then they're they make the playoffs 75 percent of the time so i think the ones who dropped out were like the ducks i think the oilers came back in the playoff picture and saved the flames i think the west had the most things but like i don't think the Bruins. i do not remember if the bruins they might have been in the second wild card but i think detroit mm-hmm. was in the wild card spot during that that's mm. so like there is definitely, like, I'm not saying that firing Bruce Cassidy was the move, because Bruce Cassidy's a good coach. Um, just kind of like you shouldn't have fired, uh, oh my goodness, you shouldn't have fired Barry Trotz in, Edm- and, um, in Long Island, because, like, honestly, I don't think that those problems with the roster were really, were really Trotz's issues. Yeah. Um, but, you know who swooped in and got Cassidy, like, the smart people they are? I don't want to credit them with being smart, but yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he's going to Vegas. I would say, okay, let me rephrase this. It's not even smart. It's the no-brainer move. If, if oh they, yeah. If they couldn't get Barry Trotz, Bruce Cassidy is another excellent coach to swoop in and grab. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
A brewery in Winnipeg offered Barry Trotz a lifetime of free beer if he moves back home to coach that team, which I think is really magical. So we'll see how that goes. That, that's going to be an interesting combo because Winnipeg is a very bad defensive team. And like, if you can't get, especially like, especially their forwards, like Mark Shifley does not fucking play defense. Like their, their forwards are some of the worst defensive numbers. Um, I think like them and Edmonton duke it out for some of the worst, like defensive forwards. Um, Classic. In the league. Which like wow, so like so true. Like that's so like ma- like literally, it's like things that don't surprise, like stats that don't surprise you when you hear them. You know what I mean? Where it's like never to be like, oh, the Leafs actually are the unluckiest team ever, like according to stats. You'd be like, yeah, that, that makes sense, right? Like no brainer stats. Like the th- thought of like yeah, Winnipeg and Edmonton both having forwards who don't play defense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like surprising stats. So it'll be interesting to see how Barry Trotz's system works with that. It'll be nice. Yeah. For Connor Hellebuck, though, because Connor Hellebuck will probably get a lot more relief <laughs> with Trotz. Yeah, that's true. If if Trotz ends up there, we'll see. I don't see where else Trotz could end up. Though. That's my thing. Like, where where would he want to go? Unless someone offers him a lot of money. That's yeah, really... you never know, really. I mean, He's going to make coaching changes. Austin could try to hire him, but like I don't know. If yeah, going for the rebuild. Why would they bring in Trotz? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And then, of course, in Philadelphia, they hired John Tortorella. So everyone, make sure you have your rosary when you go into the next season because, oh my God, we have to hear John Tortorella again. He's back. I love and I just Edwards is my favorite coach. <laughs> I love him as a character, but realize yeah. that as a human being, he is so fucking toxic. Yes. That I just like, oh no, these poor people. I gotta say though, John no, but I think John Tortorella is so interesting to me because like he will be like the worst, but then he'll also say like really good things. And you're like, God damn it, John. Like I'm like other people like where I'll be like, I feel like John Tortorella would be nice to me if I met him. <laughs> if I met John, I feel like he'd be very polite to me. But I don't know. But that's what I was saying. Like, um, like remember when the whole Blackhawks thing happened and he like went in on the Blackhawks and were like, all of you are bad people and horrible humans. And mm-hmm. we're like, wait, the worst person we knew just made a great point. Yeah, I just made a good point. Wow. Yeah. So John John Tortorella is one of my favorite characters though. And I honestly think, honestly though, John Tortorella in Philly seems like such it is a perfect, like, I've never oh. seen a Cinderella's glass slipper fit so perfect <laughs> scenario. Um, so I will give them that. But like, I, feel like I the just. Like, energy in John Tortorella, like, they, the, like, the weird chaos, like, angry energy. Know, John Tortorella and Gritty now. Like, holy shit. That, like, like chaos, oh my God. The chaos energy that they have now, like, is too powerful. Like, I honestly think they're going to go on a run. Like, I honestly think Maybe. they're going to run next year. They're going to, like... Maybe. And if and I run, I don't even mean, like, they might just, like, go on a run. I don't mean in the playoffs. I mean, they might go on a run to make the playoffs. Like, I could see them, like, squeezing it in, like, the final wild card in the East next year. That'd be so funny. Playoffs. I feel like I'm actually going to pay attention to Philadelphia, like, a lot more next like, season. Because, okay. like, Philadelphia's media is notoriously horrible. Like mm-hmm. they have, they like, they like Toronto have their shithead reporters. What's his name? Sam Chicker, Chickardy or whatever the fuck his name yeah. is. Yeah. Who like, uh, what was his, who, who was it who called him out? Oh my God. Uh, Jacob, Vor- Jakob Vorchek called him out for being a dumbass. Oh yeah. That, like that iconic moment. Yeah. Just like the Leafs who regularly, like just how Austin Matthews regularly yells at Steve Simmons. Same yeah. vibe. Well, everyone always yells at Steve Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. 
So, so Sam Shickerty is like the Steve Simmons of Philadelphia. So I can't wait for John Tortorella to give him his comeuppance. It's just going to be so wild. Yeah, I'll I'll be. But oh, every Jesus. but also everyone's talking about how like I do think it's going to be interesting though to see how like a Faraby and a Konechny do under. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. I'm like, oh, he's very toxic. I'm a little concerned, but hopefully, yeah. Huh. But I, I honestly don't think there's any coach made more for Philly than John. Tortorella. It's true. From Philly, I feel like John Tortorella is from Philly. Recently, I don't know. I know he is American. He's American because he was. Uh, but I don't he's got to be from New York though, somewhere in New York. From an East Coast city, like he has. Personality. Yeah. Oh no, he's from Boston. Oh, what a good joke. <laughs> I love how you're both like, is he from New York? Because he coached in New York, but he has like he has such like East Coast energy. I just meant he's probably I thought he would be from like, you know, like Albany or some fucking you know, it's so a I, giant state. Him being from Boston makes so much sense for it his really does. That's what I mean. I feel like I feel like I don't know, I feel like Philly, New York City, and Boston have like a similar not similar but like you know what i mean the reputation mm-hmm. from their city is like kind of similar not like actually but you know what i mean like i was like i feel like john Tortorella could be from philly <laughs> like his energy like could be from philly mm-hmm. he absolutely could be but yeah so that's um yeah i feel like that's the lay of the land that's that's what it is ladies and gentlemen so what by the time you hear when we come next, maybe the Stanley Cup will have been awarded. Maybe we'll get our wish and we'll get a game seven and it'll be like, here's how the series is going. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously take care of yourself this week. Don't get caught. One, don't cheat on your girlfriend. Two, definitely don't do it on What a great piece of advice. Don't, don't cheat on your girlfriend. Good, good work, favors. Honestly, I, think I love that. As, yeah. <laughs> don't cheat on your girlfriend, guys. Also, let's do like, I just think there was, there was a very iconic tweet where it was like, NHL players just know if you cheat on her, we'll, someone on hockey Twitter will treat her better. And I think that's, that's true. Hockey players, if you cheat on your girlfriend, I'll swoop in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Treat her better. I could do it. I could do that. Lauren, you deserve better. I know you don't listen to this, but Lauren, if you happen to hear this somehow, by some I hope miracle, you get the house, Lauren. I okay. hope you get the house. You should take that house. You designed it. Right? Sign that house. Why should he get to live in it? Or maybe he should stay in it by himself, his fortress of solitude. I hope he, I wonder if in that house he can always hear like a little bit of like spooky wind, like from somewhere, you know what I mean? Like, this is your punishment. Would you watch the spooky wind alone? Would you watch a psychological thriller of Connor McDavid slowly losing his mind in this empty house? Oh my God. The film is just called The House, The Driveway. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I, heavens. Yeah, anyway, don't cheat on your girlfriends or mm-hmm. your partners in general. Yeah. And um, have a good week. Have a great week. And uh, go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go. At least by Tampa Bay. Be yeah. Tampa. <laughs> go. Peace out, Tampa. See you next season, hopefully.
Yep. So remember to follow us at PickateenPod1. Me at, at Cecilia May. Forbes at, at Forbesilla. Just remember to like, review favorably. Listen in. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. And again, sorry about the double feature this week, but my editing software is a bit. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, enjoy the Stanley Cup Finals. This is a best on best matchup, and we're blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> we're blessed. Truly. Truly blessed. All right. Thank Truly you guys for blessed. listening. Bye. Bye, guys.